Hey, DJ Fluck here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. There's a lot of people in the sports world nowadays athletes, media personalities, bloggers, podcasters, video producers, influencers all with amazing stories to share about how they got to where they are today and where they're going tomorrow. I'm DJ Fluke, and along with my partners, Kate Thompson. I'm sorry, I didn't go to a college that has football teams, so sometimes I space out. And Jillian Fisher. Hey! Oh my gosh, I alerted my pug, and he's like, oh no, don't bark, please don't bark. We're here to share those stories in something we like to call StadiumScene.tv's main event. Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes With. So today we actually have our longest active partner with us on Stadium Scene TV. Yeah, I know. Isn't it shocking? So please welcome Kevin Pettit of the Loud Americans Discussing Soccer podcast and loudamericansdiscussingsoccer.com blog. Thank you for being on the show with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It feels like it's crazy. It's been so long that we've been, you know, working together, talking together and been on the network. Um, You know, you were the first guys to actually give us a shot at anything. Me and Martin, you know, we're just two bumbling idiots, still two bumbling idiots in Philadelphia. So I can't appreciate it enough. Well, we didn't know what we were doing either. I mean, we were just kind of figuring this out as we went. So, you know, I I actually went and and pulled some some history here. So the first episode you put on the site was episode number 16. And you're at over 200 now. I think I have an episode I'm doing tonight and it's going to be the 222nd. So yeah. yeah. So you've been with us since episode 16, which you published on November 2nd, 2017. Oh my God. There is some history. <laughs> my God. The timeline. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's just, it's been going on this long and, and just, you know, so many people get in and out. And so, I mean, why, why did you get into podcasting in the first place? Um, well, I started with my best friend, Martin. We were living together in Philadelphia and we were big soccer fans. We were in college. We lived together in college too. And we would get drunk and yell about soccer. And our friends thought as a joke, like, Hey, like this is really good. Who weren't really into it. And they loved hearing us shout at each other and yell when we were being drunken idiots. We're like, all right. Until finally I was like, Martin, uh, the other host of the show, let's put a mic in front of us. And we just did it and it was a lot of fun. And like, we didn't really think anything of it or what was going to happen. We were just really enjoying it. And from then on, like it's become this 
like decently big thing and like for us anyway like this is massive like any day we get like just one new listener one new follower i'm like wow like someone new is tuning in or checking our content out so it's, it's been great and i've got to meet hundreds of new people and talk to 100 new people so it's been insane so i just really enjoy that aspect of it i mean you've you know you've been out there you've networked you've done live shows in person at, at a bar i mean it's just can you how when you sat down in in 2017 and i you know around the fall when you started like what what was your expectations like where did, did you think this was going to go or did you think this was going to be over in in like a couple weeks um really i just set the expectations like i do with most of my life like really low <laughs> so like if you do that you're just like you're just set up for success I, I think that's what i got from like wolf of wall street anyway um i i i really had no idea where this is going to take um of course you think like oh this will get picked up by like a bar store or like a major network or, like a bleacher report and like your fantasy or something like that you know what i mean um but to, for the most part, like, I just thought it'd be fun to hang out with my best friend and drink some beers and, like, just shoot the whatever about soccer. So, like, to me, like, that was always the end goal. I wouldn't be still doing it if that wasn't the end goal. If I just get to hang out and talk to my best friend. So how has um, it changed now that you and Martin aren't living together? Um, that has been really difficult. And, like, the fact that, like, you know, I still try, and it's been, like, and I apologize all the time, like, I try and get at least two episodes out a week, one with Martin um, at least. Uh, so a lot of times I have to ask for a lot of guests from other soccer shows or people in the industry and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been really difficult because he's all the way in North Carolina. I'm all the way up in Boston. We're on two different work schedules sometimes. Sometimes um, it'll be like midnight and we're just starting a show. But like he's willing to put in the time. I'm willing to put in the time. Um, and you just kind of like, you know, pick and choose your battles. Like, Hey, I can't do today, but I can do tomorrow. Or like, Hey, we can't really do an episode this week. So I'll be like, all right, all right. I'll book a guest. I'll try and like, I'll Twitter DM like 20 people. Who's the first, who's the first dart to hit? You know what I mean? Like I'll just send it out there and then I'll, and if I, and if other people like get back to me, so they want to be on the show, I'll be like, all right, you're scheduled for next week. So then in one week I'll have like three or four episodes. Cause then I'll be, you know, I'll backlog them as well. So I'll have backlogs of stuff so I can, you know, always have something up, but to answer your point, it, it, it sucked, but like, you know, um, doing a show in person, like I have another show I do called My Roaring Twenties, which I'm really passionate about. I wanted to make sure I do all those interviews in person because um, it felt better because it feels kind of, you know, um, you're so far apart. There's some distance. And when you're speaking to someone uh, via Skype or something like that, I mean, the technology has gotten so much better. It's, you know, it's almost seamless, but I still feel like that human aspect of being with someone is kind of lost. But, you know, me and Martin do our best to make up for it. I remember early on, like right after he moved to North Carolina, I, I don't know why this stands out to me, but he, uh, you know, he was having problems getting internet set up at his new place. And he was like going to the public library and going into a study room to record the show. And he's like sneaking beer into the library. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. So Martin, when he first moved in, uh, he was in the, the, the back woods of North Carolina, no internet, nothing. I don't even think he had a bed, but he wanted to keep this show going. That's how passionate this guy is. He would go to the public library, sneak in like a Coors or a PBR, pour it into a red solo cup. He got caught a few times. He's like, oh, I got I got I got I got to switch cubicles, Kevin. Uh, the lady's coming. And I'm like, uh, all right. So I have to like go back and edit that out. But yeah, um, there's been, you know, some real highs and lows. But like you said, we've gotten to do live shows. We've gotten to do like cool events. We got taken behind the scenes at the Philadelphia Union and got to interview a couple of the players before. That was really cool. Um, 
I don't know, it's been some wild stuff. I talk to people all the time. Like, I never imagined, like, this would go really anywhere. Again, expectation is very low. Um, and that's why I try to tell people, like, hey, like, just do it to have fun. If you go somewhere, cool. Uh, if you work hard at it, you stay consistent like we've been, it, it can become something. You can, like, we've had, like, sponsors and stuff. We've made, like, money off this. We've also had, like, people write for us and blog for us. Like, that's really cool. You ever been recognized in public for your work yet? Um, yeah, I've only had this happen a few times and it's always at like, not like I'm at like a TJ Maxx or something. It's like, this <laughs> setting, like, I'm at, like I'm at a soccer bar or like something like that. And I've had someone come and be like, Hey, like I recognize your voice. Do you have a soccer podcast? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, lads. And I'm like, Oh, like, Oh, I'm subscribed to you. I've listened to a few episodes. And I was like, what? That's so weird. Like I've had that happen a few times, but it's always like in a soccer setting. And it's always like one or two people. I've also had, I was at a Boston bar one time where someone was from another soccer podcast who knew of us. They're like, Hey, like my name's Andy. I'm from top class finish. And they were like, Hey, like um, we follow you. We're like, we're big fans of your show. And I was like, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still really blows my mind it's just you know being a a private citizen having no like fame and, and people like oh yeah i love your work i'm like cool that's still no like, you're a citizen you cut <laughs> out i didn't Bar? hear anything. <laughs> you're a citizen yes yes i was born here so i'm good nice good for you <laughs> <laughs> you were born in arizona <laughs> no i was born in the u.s gosh you know that We'll not talk about my place of birth because I'm ashamed of my hometown. Don't worry, the Beach Boys made a song about it. No, they didn't. Oh, Kokomo. Uh, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a town in Indiana, about an hour north of Indianapolis. It's like fifty, sixty thousand people or whatever. Now, it is named Kokomo. It has nothing to do with the Beach Boys song. It is the damn song has followed me my entire life. <sighs> anyway, it's not the worst. It's not the worst one. No, you like hierarchy of names of places that like I think that's like high up there to be honest. <laughs> it's anyway. Yeah, I'm from. Yeah. I grew up in New Jersey. I have no room to talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you, hey, you got the boss though. You know, that's oh, that's. Ooh. That's that's good, uh, but I do. I grew up in mostly Philadelphia the past few years, so I got the streets of Philadelphia, which is banger, banger of a song. All so right, what's so up in the future. Oh. oh, what's up for the future with like lads and stuff? Um, I don't know. I really want to get like players on here. I just don't really know how to network. I mean, I network well with like other shows and stuff like that, but I get a little nervous. I have a lot of anxiety and stuff. I really want to ask like professional players or like agents or coaches and stuff to come on the show. I really don't know how to go about that. I always see like other soccer shows get them and like, um, and then, and this is no like, shade or anyone but i'm like wait we're like i feel like we're a bigger show than them like that like i don't that's not to be like rude or anything i'm just like how did they do that well, we'll, I just talk, feel like, we'll, we'll talk offline about that I, I think i got some some things for you on that but it's i mean we've we've managed to pull in i mean just a couple of weeks ago we interviewed the you know, longtime radio announcer for the chicago cubs and like the fact he responded to my email just still blows my mind like and it's been over a month now so We'll talk offline about that. I think I can I can help you with that. Oh. All right, the little behind the pod. I like it. Um, yeah. 
like we've had like the soccer cool agains we've had other like your player but i love to get like you know uh christian Pulisic is like the dream you know but like it would be really cool to get like you know some mls players especially here in the states and stuff like that um to come on this show uh i mean obviously soccer besides bundesliga is kind of canceled so i'm kind of those waiting for like you know soccer to come back to really start pushing the brand even harder right now it's like really tough for content so um probably new merch and stuff like that i haven't really given it too much thought to be honest i just you know it's been good how have you thought about the uh empty stand games in germany what's i mean just for me it's weird but what do you think um i think luis enrique had a weird quote about it today he was uh uh the former barcelona coach and player he said you know it's like uh having no fans in the stand is like dancing with your sister which you know weird weird <laughs> analogy I, have, I i'm an only child so i don't get the reference but um no I, I it is weird but like to me like i'm you know totally fine with it because i watch most of the games you know because i most watch the premier league and all that like it does take away a little bit of like the crowd and like the cheering and the songs and whatnot. But to me, it's still the same sport. You're so, you know, I, I feel like fans feel like this entitlement that like, Oh, without us, they're nothing. It's like, no, like the sport goes on. There's still millions and billions of dollars. I need to go in the TV deals and games need to be played. So it is weird, but I feel like we can just shake it off and be like, at least we have something. Mm. Okay. What would you, what advice would you give to first episode Kevin? Oh, first episode Kevin. Um, I, cause I, I feel like first episode Kevin has definitely come a long way and I still have a lot to learn about like podcasting or whatever I'm doing. Um, I would probably say slow down. Um, I would tell him to stop interrupting Martin as much, which I've gotten much better at because I just get so excited. I'm like a puppy. I'm like a dog. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Um, and also, like, I've tried to cut back on the cursing. I mean, that brings it, you know, to make it more real and how we'd actually talk and the dialogue we would have. Essentially, we're drinking. You know, we just turned in the sailors. But to me, I would probably say, like, slow down, listen, because sometimes it feels, especially with podcasts, you can tell you're listening to a show the other host is not listening to the other. They're just waiting for them to speak. And that's, you know, sometimes a problem with just people in general. So I'd probably say something like that. And, uh, well, before we go to the final question, how do you feel about the, uh, Korean soccer team filling the stance with sex dolls? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't get the big deal. I really think that it's really overblown. They're going to deduct points for that. <laughs> really like oh man there's been way worse stuff i thought it was just i thought it was just funny I, I don't know why but it just seems like something about that just doesn't surprise me that that a club would try that i don't i don't know why but i don't know i just i i saw that headline actually i think you your post about it is where i first saw it and that's just hilarious <laughs> we, we're breaking news breaking sex doll news here at lads um no like i really i saw the headline it really like Every headline in 2020, really from 2016 on, has just felt like an Onion article where I'm like, oh, like, how is this not an Onion article? It's just real life. Um, but I did love everyone saying, like, the man of the match should be awarded a sex doll at the end of the game. Which I was like, that's, that's, that's quality content. That's great. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's plug your work. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you want to check us out, uh, Loud America's Discussing Soccer. We're obviously on the Stadium Scene Network. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, we have a website, Lads Podcast, where we have a bunch of people writing 
for us. Uh, it comes edge and flows right now. We don't have a lot of writers right now because there's not a lot of stuff to write about. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram at Lads Podcast, Twitter at Lads underscore podcast. We have a Facebook, a lot of Americans. Um, you just type into Google. You can find all about us. And uh, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, thank you again for having me on. This was a yeah. lot of fun. I probably yeah. ramble. I know you said like 10 minutes. I rambled on probably for too long, but I really it's enjoyed hanging all out. 10 minutes. Every show's blown way past the 10 minute mark. And you know what? I don't, I don't really care. Oh, I was feeling like really. It's going to be somewhere around 10 minutes. The, the oh, first okay. episode, I started the timer like five minutes in, and then the, like the show ended up being like twenty-two minutes or something like that. So, it, whatever. We're at fourteen. It's brand. Uh, thank God, I was gonna like stay up all night. I was talking about my anxiety. I would have been up all night just being like, oh, I was like, that was like fifteen minutes. I went. <laughs> like, it's I, it's like I blew it. Ten. It hasn't been the Big Ten since like nineteen eighty-eight or something like that. You know, they they forgot how to count. It's branding. That's. <laughs> i like it no it's really sick this is a lot of fun thank you for having yeah, me appreciate it and and again like i said you've been our, our longest active partner i you know amazing just to have you guys along for the ride since pretty much the very beginning for us and and you know like you said you had no idea what you were doing we had no idea what we we're doing we we kind of know what we're doing now we're getting no, we don't. We still don't know what we're doing. I was talking about me. Like, I still have no idea. Like, every day is just, like, a new day. And, like, I'm just like, ah, all right. Well, I guess I keep going. We, we broke to – actually, uh, yesterday, we broke 100 partners, believe it or not. What? Yeah, I know. Hold on. Where's my, hey, hey. where's my clapping? There we go. Yeah. I dropped my mic. That's 100, 100 partners. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. So, so uh, you know, continued success. Thanks again for coming on. You, you know, this is actually the second time you've been on with us. It was, uh, it's been a couple of years, so don't be a stranger and, you know, continued success and thanks for coming on again. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks for watching everybody. Uh, stadium scene.tv join the network at stadium scene on Facebook, uh, Twitter or Pinterest and stadium underscore scene on Instagram. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>